Welcome back, Leafs fans, to Game Over. Uh, I hope you're having a fantastic day, because uh, unfortunately, uh, the Leafs, maybe not so much, right? Uh, a 2-1 loss against the Panthers, uh, a rematch of uh, the unfortunate series that I tried blocking we out of my mind. Florida. Oh, God, the chance. We you know what's funny? Florida. Guys, if listen, you look back, I was one of the guys that... that... Who started that chant? Harness uh, started that chant. Oh, are you kidding there. me? He was I was seen at the square. He had his shirt off. He was like, where do you want? Blasphemy. That's the man. No, I'm just Blasphemy. You can go look back at, uh, at our videos. I was saying Bruins from day one. You have an, you have an but... alibi. You, have, you, you did the game over for the for the Tampa game. You have an alibi. Airtight alibi. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, my name's Harnish. And before we get into it, Vlad, um, I just got to say, I am so excited to be back on today. Today's actually my first episode of the season. New GM, um, new season, new Leafs. Uh, well, new leaves, same old leaves, same old leaves, same old leaves. New but, players on the leaves. Uh huh. Uh huh. No new players. But, yeah. So similar leaves, but one constant. Same old co-host. I'm joined by Fuad tonight. Thank you, Fuad. Um, I hope. Uh, I I wish we could have joined on on a better circumstances, <laughs> right? But uh, the leaves had other plans for us today. If you had told me, like, like if I was just not paying it, like paying half attention to the game and you had told me this was a recording of a mm -hmm. series of the series in may like this was game six that i missed like somehow this was game six and you're like this is game six and I'm, if i didn't know any better i'd be like yeah that looks like it looked exactly like the series a little bit less like face punching a little less people getting injured and people getting like half murdered with no yeah. <laughs> consequences but like as far as the game went like the leafs I didn't think I had no reason to believe they were going to actually come back and score until mm -hmm. maybe they got that power play with like 40 seconds left. I was like, okay, I'm on my, just my seat here, but I didn't see much to think like, Oh, they're, they're, they're fine. They're fine. I didn't see Isn't it. it. I didn't see any though? like Montreal magic happening. Like, it's interesting because I was I was actually pretty hopeful about this game. Right. Uh, if you look back at the Panthers, um, their lineup today, right. A completely Always. different team, as Always. with the Leafs. Like there's, there's basically half the team Always. from the, the the last playoff, right? Yeah. Um, but especially when you look at the Panthers' defense, I mean, Swiss cheese. They no they don't have Ekblad, <laughs> no Montour. Gudis is is gone to Anaheim. Like this is, and especially with the Leafs, like performing very well offensively. I guess previously, right, going into this game. Yeah. Um. I thought we were primed for at least a high scoring game. Maybe they they give up a, a, a ton of op, a, a ton of opportunities for yeah. the Panthers. Maybe it's it's a it's a close game in that sense. But I thought at least it would be high scoring and our offense could could kind of shine through. But nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Like we had like, a couple chances, but for a team that's been basically strung apart in the Panthers, right? You should be you, you should be attacking them harder. You should be finishing your chances, and there's quite a couple that we just couldn't put in the back of the net. Quite frankly, yeah. It, it, it turns out it's it's hard to do anything when you don't get a hat trick from Austin Matthews because mm -hmm. they have only won games with a hat trick from Austin Matthews, which is early in the season and whatever it's been four games but turns out that's not a very good strategy like for winning <laughs> games bold strategy to assume that he is gonna score a what 300 and 
five goals. I don't know. I don't know my math, whatever. 300 <laughs> plus goals a year. Yeah. Bold strategy. Ugh, no, that's not good. I mean, yeah. yeah like the offense, I mean, they had, there was no, I didn't feel much like there was, there were completing passes. I didn't feel like they were really creating much dangerous chances in front. Like, it's not like Bobrovsky was like, like on God mode today. I mean, he's still oh, yeah. pretty good, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like, Oh my God, Bobrovsky just, I uh, just, yeah, we didn't get goalie younger today. soul. Like, yeah. you know, he was, he was, he was average, right? Like mm-hmm. it just was, they just were out of sync, completely out of sync. I think. Yeah, it's it's really weird, and and like you say, with Matthew scoring a hat trick, right? Um, this is kind of a worrying sign. I know we're only five games or four games into the season, um, but yeah, like all of last season, and and for all I can remember, we're always saying, uh, it has to start coming from from the top guys, right? Everything starts from the top guys. If they're on it, then um, we have a good chance, right? Yeah. But you got to get something out of the rest of our core group, right? And going into the game today, I mean, Keith kind of agreed, right? We had a little bit of a lineup change. Um, Nyes, he got promoted up into the second uh, the second line alongside Tavares and Willie, which I thought was a fantastic move. Like, um, if you look back at, at the first couple of games, uh, there was quite a few times where Nyes had... Uh, had some good opportunities where where he got a puck off the boards, passed it out, and Minton wasn't able to score it. Right, so I think Nyes was playing playing pretty well, and having elite uh, scoring options with Tavares and Willie, and especially with the way that Willie's playing recently, um, I thought that was going to be a recipe for sex uh, for success. I think it will be, it will uh, be positive in the future, but unfortunately today it just didn't work out for us. Right? Yeah, I mean, I I love the move. I think it's a great move. They believe in Matthew Nyes extreme like they believe in him so much like remember his first games like maybe his third ever game was in the playoffs like they yep. put this guy in a playoff game at 20 years old Cheldon Keith loves this dude and you know they deem him ready to take on more responsibility and I think so too you saw him in the playoffs he didn't score a ton but he had mm-hmm. so many opportunities and the goals he did score was like a Vince Carter through the legs, like 360 goal. Like it was, it was, that was an insane goal. I, I jumped out of my seat. But beyond that goal, he had a lot of great moments until somebody who wasn't playing in this game slammed his head into the ice, which was still WWE style. W, you would get fired from WWE from doing that. That was, <laughs> that was the most chicken shit thing I've ever seen. And that wasn't because we lost. I don't even care. That wasn't because we lost. That wasn't the reason why we lost. But that was like the most dangerous. Took no skill. Anyway, yep. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was on that game. I didn't have a chance to rant about that. But there we go. I had to like get it in. We went off on it. But, oh. but even in the pre, even in the preseason, right? We saw Nice come come in and him connecting with Minton. Like, yeah. it was just looking so so good. Unfortunately, like we haven't seen um, much in the first four games. But like clearly there's something there clearly something's going to be able to work out um even uh our decor got changed up a little bit as well right um so i think that i think that was a that was a pretty good move too it was mccabe getting separated from klingberg uh mccabe being partnered with lily now klingberg with geo i think it makes a little bit sense klingberg obviously his uh uh defensive woes are pretty well known right geo's able to cover a little bit on that today even like he had a he had a bad bad turnover oh, oh boy. Uh, around the oh midline boy. like yeah we're lucky that that didn't go in as I well i was writing notes i was like terrible defensive pinch leads to goal <laughs> yeah. no, yeah. gotta forget about it i 
I was literally like, I went like this. I was like this. Oh, that's going in. It's going in. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. been a theme all season too. I mean, he's like a supercharged Eric Gustafson, isn't he? Like, I think he should exactly. That was exactly what I was thinking. He's a great. He's great at making plays. Like he's really good mm-hmm. at driving the play from the point. But good on the power play. Me, I don't yeah. know how you can call himself a defenseman, man. Like the defense part. He's just a man who can score. Like defense man. Ooh, I don't know about that, but yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and especially when the Leafs are having such trouble uh, in their defensive coverage and the structure, right? Um, yeah. The first goal. Let's talk about it, because. My God, was I so mad with that goal? Um, it was it was a complete defensive just breakdown. Like there was there was you can't even blame the systems really in that situation. It was just no like there, there was no heads up look just to see if there's anybody there or whatnot. Um, what happens is the Leafs are are on a two on one behind their net, right? The puck gets dropped back uh, to Klimberg. <laughs> Ideally, it was the the person we were talking about, right? Yeah. He throws it out. And it goes straight to Kevin uh, Stan- Sandlund. Like, and in this situation, you're thinking that maybe it might have uh, uh, not passed correctly. Maybe there was someone that mishandled the puck. But no, there was like no leaf there at all. It was a straight pass. And obviously, he's he's going to snipe it past Sammy, right? Like, it, these situations should not have happened. Yeah. He, he, there's no situation where Klingberg shouldn't look up, see what's going on, and try to see where your, your player is. Right, it's stuff like this where it's it's not a systems issue. It's just blips of I guess like focus. I, I don't know how else to, just, to call it's it. Like it's it's like the same. It's like Sheldon Keith literally said today, we've seen this movie before, and I'm like, this guy's reading my mind. Like it's mm-hmm. actually the case. Like Sheldon Keith, have you noticed? Like almost after every game, win or loss, has been pissed. Like he's been talking crap about this because he's. I think he's. I think he's like guys. You're going to get me freaking fired, okay? Because they're doing the same things. And these are the same, like, it's not like a Sheldon Keefe thing. This has been going on, like, three GMs this has been going on. The same type of stuff. Team got a little Mm -hmm. better. Top guys got better. But as uh, a a former coach by the name of Mr. Steal Your Phone once said, you don't start on time. And they haven't started on time either. Like, they haven't haven't scored first in either of these games. Uh, you know, two they 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 have a fifty percent winning chance with that. Uh not a bold, not a great strategy for continually winning games is not getting scored on first. I wouldn't mm-hmm. imagine so. I don't think the math would support that. Yeah, no, definitely not. I mean, as soon as you go down one, you're on the you're on the back foot, right? Chase, yeah. So it's 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 something that the Leafs really need to work through. Uh, I'm not sure where Keith really goes with this. I, th- I think it's just. I, I have no idea. Like it, it, it's, it seems, yeah. Like, well, what do you do in this situation? It's just blips of, of like a focus, like just not being being cognizant of what's going on. We'll talk about Max Domi because uh, talk about not being cognizant. There's a couple couple like People are egregious plays there. Ooh. But before we before we get to him, uh, just a reminder for everyone in the chat. Um, uh, there has been a little bit of a change in the format for the show today, uh, so we will be having a little presser, if you would, uh, if you could call it that, yeah. uh, towards the end of the show. That's a totally so original gonna... idea. We made that up. Nobody else made up the press conference in a podcast. We made that up. Exactly. That's ours. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the show, um, be Come sure on. to stick around because we'll take a couple of your questions, um, answer it, and and uh, have a little conversation back and forth through there. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll so... scroll through it. Like, yeah, give us, hit us with it. Uh, don't just say we want Florida. 
I mean, <laughs> it's funny. I get it. You know, it's funny to dunk on us. And we, we're, we're not, I'm not too sensitive. I don't take myself, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but like, it's not a question. <laughs> yeah. We want Florida? Might be a question. I'll answer that. Uh -huh. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about Maxidomi. Cause let's talk. I have not been impressed with this guy. And I really think the pressure has gone to him. Yeah, I, I think the, yeah. <laughs> putting on the, the Leafs crest, getting out there with all the hype, the hoopla, um, the excitement, I think it's just gone into him because he's not playing like how you know he plays like, right? I mean, look at last season. I think he had like, what, like 40 something points, right? In the playoffs for uh, for the Stars, he was oh, fantastic, right? He was games. playing yeah, he... really, really well. Yeah. And the moment he comes in, like he just looks shell-shocked. He doesn't know what's going on. I mean, he has, he. it seems like he's frustrated out there. There was like a, a situation where... Um, uh, on a power play, he was late to get off the get, get into uh, get on the bench, and we were called offside. Right, Nylander had a, a massive opportunity in that moment, which who knows? Maybe this game would be tied. Maybe yeah. it goes to overtime. Maybe we win it. Totally. Right? It would be a totally different conversation. And it's a blip in 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 concentration. Just not enough effort. Just not enough heads up thinking. And it's stuff like that that bites you in the ass. Yeah. Right? If you're playing bad, that's one thing. But just being completely mentally checked out is a completely other thing that I think is, quite frankly, unforgivable. I remember reading a book, and, and I'm telling you, I might have been in the eighth grade. So it was probably like 2008. I think it was called, don't quote me on this, it was called This Team Sucks or something like that. And it was about like the history of the Leafs <laughs> being bad At, to, to that point. And they outlined something called Blue and White Disease. That mm. some of the old timers might know what this is called, where, you know, they were talking about guys who who came in and then, you know, they were big performers before, but they signed these big contracts and it just became like, I made it to this, the, the Mecca of hockey. And now yeah. I'm just chilling. I'm not yeah. saying he's just chilling, but it's either that or it's the pressure cooker of this city. You know, he's probably walking down the street getting recognized by everybody. I mean, think of the markets he's played in other than Montreal. Yeah, well, this is like his fifth team in. Yeah, this is his fifth team in what, like two seasons? Yeah. Who three else, seasons? Where else like it's crazy. Recognized, right? Like in Dallas. Yeah. You think he's not walking down the street? If he's walking <laughs> next to like Dak Prescott and Luka Doncic, other Dallas athletes, nobody knows who he is. You know, same in Chicago, right? Like, so when you when you come to the city, it it takes a certain personality to to thrive. It, I mean, the core four have that personality. Where, but you know, it could be that. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on a guy's mindset. Yeah, but, it's interesting because, like, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, I'm not going to speculate on the guy's mindset, but it could be that you know, and you know, and, and it's funny people expect him to play like, like, to what they, what, what are they expecting to play like? Like, he's not a player like Ty was. Ty Domi mm -hmm. wasn't exactly like a a 50 goal scorer. He was, he liked to beat people up and you know <laughs> do this like, and you know he like he liked to do that and do like weird phone commercials. Like, that was kind of like Ty Domi's thing, right? So. Uh, yeah, he's not yeah. going to do the same thing. So I don't know where the pressure would be. Like, what are people expecting him to do exactly? Well, I think like, think about it. When you think of Ty Domi, or sorry, Ty Domi, when you think of Max Domi, you think of a, a of a great offensive player. Yeah, he has some defensive yeah. woes, but you expect him to to create chances and put some, some pucks to the back of the net, right? And at least play with some kind of urgency, right? That's That's something that doesn't require a lot of effort. Like, 
if you remember back in the first period, there was like what four Isons in a row where where you get your rookie Minton to take four faceoffs, right? He got yelled at from the, the for the bench. Did, did, did you did you hear him getting yelled at on the bench? They no. were yelling at him to skate, skate, move your feet, and like <laughs> this is something that you're a professional hockey player, man. You can't be be getting lectured like that, um, and it's. It's just so frustrating to see. I had a lot of high hopes for him. Yeah. Um, but I got a question for you. Pretty offensive player. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Go on. But I have a question for you. Do you think that this is a result of being on that third line? Because remember, he is defensively um, not sound, right? That's not yeah. his strong suit. He's, he's an offensively-minded guy. And the way the Leafs have the third line set up is... Um, they want it to be more defensively minded, right? Putting Yarncroc on there yeah. obviously does that as well, right? Um, do you think that just having him on there is just not playing well with his skill set? He's just not comfortable and thus causing the little bit of hiccups or issues that we're seeing right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have him on a line with, like, I think this game was Minton, Yarncroc, and, and himself, right? If you mm-hmm. have him on that line, he's got to kind of be the de facto line driver. And... That comes with a certain level of pressure and a certain level of attention on you and workload that maybe he's not accustomed to. Like, not everybody that comes to your team is going to be a superstar. Like, he was a 30-goal score, 35-goal score at some point in his career. I, maybe I'm wrong. Somebody can help me out with that. But somewhere up there, like, he was, like, 70 points, 60, 70 points, you know, when he was in Montreal and with Arizona. But, you know, not everybody's going to come in and be a driver. Like, somebody's got to come there and be the finisher or just be – riding shotgun so you know you could try him up there who does he replace maybe you try Matthew Nyes again I mean I'm sure we'll find out because Sheldon Keefe is never happy with his lines I can't say I really blame him but like he's just gonna be like like one day like he's gonna try it he's gonna try it the next game he's gonna try it sooner sooner than later I expect him to to turn it around a little bit if they put him up with the top line Matthew's Marner and Matthews and Marner, like, you know, you could probably catch some auxiliary points just by being there. Like anybody can get points on that line. Can he help it out? I don't know. But I mean, that's the thing. We'll that's out. the big thing, right? Because I don't think improve it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he deserves to to displace any of the the top two guys, right? No. Like Bertuzzi, Nice. Like I think they've justified and deserve the position that they're in right now. I don't think he displaces them, right? So he's kind of stuck in like no man's land, right? Where um, I'm thinking maybe it's just not a good fit or as good of a fit as as we thought it would have been, right? Um, now this is to say, like again, this is game four, right? I look back at last year, right? The Leafs had a had a horrible. I think it was like in October or November, right? That yeah, yeah. that road trip where we were just yeah, stinking it up, right? Road trip, yeah. Yeah, this could just who knows? Maybe like we look back a, a month later, he's doing perfectly well on that third line. We think of it as hey, it's just growing pains, right? Um, but we gotta work with what we're seeing. We gotta work with what we're we're what's given to us, right? And in this yeah. moment, it's just not really working out, right? Um, even Minton. I mean, how much longer do you? How much of a leash do you think that Minton has? Because like this guy, hard. yeah, he's he was playing well in the preseason. Yeah, but he's had a couple chances, right? Especially like I think it was the last game. Uh, he had a couple chances. I like and, what I've seen. Yeah, yeah, but he just can't put it past the net. Like, do you think he's just snake bitten? Or Could be. he's just not ready. I think I think he's gonna go, I think he's gonna go back to the uh, to the juniors. Um, I I like to see what the chat thinks about that. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's demotion per se. 
But a guy his age, like remember, he's born like in July of 2004 or something like that. Like he is the youngest Crazy. that has ever been on the team, right? Like, so he is extremely young. And even if you like, unless he's like historically lighting it up, I don't think it's worth messing this kid's confidence up. Like we've seen the Leafs do that with young players in the past, right? Like mm-hmm. if you look back to like the Nick Atropoffs or like, you know, name it, like even Luke Shen earlier in, earlier in his career, you put too much on these kids. And granted, he's not expected to be a franchise player, but a third line center is a very important position. Yeah. And it's still early in the season. And, you know, the rookie wall, he can hit a rookie wall and it can just take his confidence out completely. And, you know, the NHL doesn't stop. It keeps coming and coming. And you're playing the best of the best every night. you got to shut down the best of the best every night. So I think that's going to end up being too much for him. I think they're going to know that's too much for him. You know, give him the shot. Give him the taste of it. And, uh, you know, let him marinate in the minors, I think. I think you have some options. Like, you can try Domi at the center. I don't know how, I don't know how it's going to work out. But uh, you can try the Nylander at the center spot, which I would like to see uh... more of a leash on. I don't know. But uh, it's a good, it's good, it's good in theory. But you know, in practice, but I, I don't think he's the answer right now. And they want to win the cup this yeah. year. They can't be coddling guys. If the Leafs were like the 2016 Leafs, like rebuilding, maybe. But yeah, right now we gotta we gotta get our best guys out there. And again, Minton, I, I don't think he deserves. Or yeah, he's good. He's good. I don't think it, it necessarily deserves or warrants a a uh, demotion or or whatnot to back in the AHL as of right now. But um. If it does continue, then who knows, right? Like, think about Nyes. Like, he's been he was yo-yoed back and forth between uh between the main team and not, right? For a while until like, he finally got his foot in and showed that he's ready for the major leagues, right? This guy's a young guy. He could uh he could do well, maybe going back a little bit. Um, but something I do want to talk about, I, I we we should get back to the game itself on hand, right? Um that uh Belinsky trip in. In the second period, where uh, the Leafs go on a, they get a power play to end off the period. But yeah, yeah. Um, the the net gets taken off. Nice, he shoots, and it actually gets into the net. But the net was dislodged, right? Yeah. Um, and no goal was given, no penalty shot. Uh, but the Leafs get on a power play. What were your thoughts on that? Because that was a that was an interesting interesting thing. I the panel on TSN after the uh, yeah. after that period, they were talking about maybe it warranted a little bit of a penalty shot. It, it, maybe it did. I actually thought that's what was going to happen. I was almost uh-huh. like pointing to the ice myself. But I don't know. Like I don't general. I generally like to take the penalty over the penalty shot, depending mm-hmm. on who it is. That was Noah Gregor, right? That went down. Uh yes, it's decent, but like. I would take my chances at two minutes anyway. So uh-huh. I was kind of happy that they didn't have, like they didn't get it. Cause I find the penalty shot to be not much. It's not always a reward. It's kind of like a, a monkey's paws. Like it's not, an, it's like something that can turn against you. Like yeah. so, imagine like a guy like, like Ryan Reeves is on a breakaway for some reason. And like uh-huh. he gets taken down. Oh, the team will take him down on purpose. So he can get the penalty shot. Like wh- why, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you like, I mean, he might score, but chances are he won't. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Unless it's like, I personally like if I would like a choice. Uh, as, if I'm a team, I'd be like, which one do you want? Penalty shot or penalty? I th- I think I take the penalty anytime, and they didn't score on it. So hey, whatever. 
yeah, that's honestly something that I that me and Armand have been uh, uh been talking about a lot. Uh, that having the choice would be really really cool. It's a wrinkle. But, it's it's like a it's like a, a little strategy, rules. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it was interesting because like there there could have been a a, a shout for that nice uh nice shot that actually goes in when the net yeah. was was taken out, right? Even Martyr, you saw him like screaming yeah. from the bench. That's in. That's a goal, right? Um, you might I be think it was a little high, but close right slim margins where yeah. it could have gone either way and again another conversation totally that we could be having right now right uh, yeah but it's not a conversation we should you should be having right because like coming into this game i literally posted like you know i i did some stuff for and i was talking about it earlier in the game like earlier today with some people and i'm like this is a revenge game like this should be like it's not every not everybody played in that series but mm-hmm. enough people played in that series you know, the top guys, you know, Tuchuk is there, you know, yeah. Bobrovsky's there, you know, everybody, mo- like, not everybody, but a lot of people are there. I wanted to see the Leafs come out and be more t- tougher, more physical, and like be on their P's and Q's. Look, it's not really revenge because you're not beating them in the playoffs, but you got to kind of send a message to the team, to the league, and to yourself. Like, you got to prove it to yourself at some point to be like, hey, these guys punked us last year, punked yeah. us. Like, and it just looked like, like what game six would have looked like if it went to game six in, in Sunrise, <laughs> you know, like that's how it probably would have went. So, yeah, I, yeah I, like that's the thing I want to see more from these guys. I still don't see like Ryan Reeves. I love him. and He brings that attitude, but I don't see it. I, like, I don't see it permeating within, within these guys. And I don't think you can just I don't think you can inject it into these guys veins. You know what I mean? Like into the top mm-hmm. guys. But maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, the Leafs are going to have a chance on on Saturday, right? When they take on Tampa, uh, Tampa, another team that uh, that's looking like a team that we should be beating, right? Let's be honest, we should be beating. We should be beating a lot of these teams out there, and Tampa's, yeah, Tampa's uh, we're gonna... exactly, exactly. And Saturday, we have another chance to do it. Let's see if if there's some kind of blender that goes out. Uh, let's see if if Keith's able to mix up the lines a little bit and get something going. But yeah, if we go on a larger skid. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a problem uh, for all the guys that are listening. Um, if you guys have any questions, uh, throw them out there. Let's let's see uh, let's see some some yeah. questions. We'll we'll answer some and and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, for for the Tampa the Tampa game, what do you want to see um, that would make you feel happy? Let's say if they still like obviously we all want to see a win right but what specifically like, do you want to see the offense fire in maybe their their defensive woes get a little bit better a specific player what are you primarily looking at yeah i mean i'd like to see more of a collective in the scoring right because again they've only won when austin matthews scored a hat trick and when mm-hmm. william nylander was going nuclear as well yeah i'd like to see those guys continue because obviously you want those guys to be the ones driving these wins for you mm-hmm. but and i'd like to see the guy the other guys get involved here you know like some of the lower the secondary scoring the guys in the, the third and fourth line adomi bertuzzi i'd like to see that these guys get into the mix because they were brought in they're combined eight million dollars or so yeah they were brought in to bolster the team like we were sort of excited about what they brought to the team like what they were bringing they're replacing guys who were important additions in the playoffs and Ryan O'Reilly and Noel Achari, right? So I want to see those guys, you know, assert 
assert their will and be like, hey, you know, we are a big part of this team. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that, of course, a win um, and less defensive lapses. But they got to realize now, like, like this Atlantic division, there is probably one cross-off in this Atlantic division, and that's the Habs. I don't even think they want to win right now. I think they're still they're still don't tell Andrew that. <laughs> I, he knows. He knows. He knows. But like the, the, the division's good, man. Like it's like a seven team division right now oh, that yeah. you could make a re- like if you told me any of these teams were in the playoffs in spring, I'd believe you. So mm-hmm. like, and I think that might be good for the Leafs that if they're because how many seasons have they just been locked into the spot they were in? Probably every single one. Like they were just locked in second. We're locked in third. I'd like yeah. to see them have some peril, some danger going into the because I think that's the only way that they're gonna be playoff ready. I think if they gotta fight for their lives every mm-hmm. game, I think it'll make for better content for us. But I and better games to watch. But I also think it makes you better. Like that, like that pressure can either you know destroy you, but it can also make yeah. diamonds, right? Like it can actually. I kind of want to see that. I think that's the only way that we're gonna see these guys actually develop a real playoff personality a playoff presence and i think that's what's going to happen i actually think this is going to be like a i think it's going to be a race i think it's going to be tight to just even get into the playoffs and i think a lot of good i think some good teams might miss yeah i mean it's gonna it's gonna be tight it's it's still really early on you don't know what's gonna happen i mean there's gonna be who knows maybe montreal (laughs) turns up and they they go on the finals again a crazy street (laughs) who might say i don't know who knows who knows but um we have one guy in the chat mike uh he had some comments about ryan reeves Right today we saw Willie go down. He got hit on the numbers and what what should have been a cross check in my opinion. Right, he went down hard, clutched his 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 shoulder. He was slow to get up. The guy's an absolute unit, so uh, he brushed it off. Yeah. Just swung his neck around a little bit. <laughs> was ready to go back out oh, there, man, bro. but right his shoulder, please God, no. That's what I thought of. Yeah, yeah, but 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 think about it. Like we got Reeves in there as a deterrent, right? Uh, nothing happened with that, right? There was no, there was no uh, repercussions, and we started off the to- the the whole uh, the whole podcast talking about about Nyes and how he went down hard because of a, a stupid hit, right? Yeah. WWE style, right? Yeah. Uh, this is a situation where one of our guys, like he obviously is a little bigger guy, but yeah, dangerous hit could be injured, could go out for for a long term, right? And there was no pushback, right? in the in the playoffs that's something that you kind of need to have right some kind of grit and we thought that this team would be a little bit more gritty i didn't really see anything any stepping up after that that hit right i mean you're not paying ryan reeves 1.5 million dollars a year to score Mm -hmm. 25 goals that's Mm -hmm. not gonna happen he's there to be the sheriff yeah like he's there lay the law down layeth the smack down as the rock was saying (laughs) like to just like he's a massive man and he is a scary man like you see him scream in the locker room right like where he's like like he's like a gladiator like Mm -hmm. that's why you're there man you got to go in there maybe he wasn't the bench i don't think he can leave the bench like david clarkson style and go and 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 lay a whooping on him but (laughs) somebody's got to lay a whooping there somebody's got to at least push a guy i mean that was a dangerous ass hit like that could have been william nylander out for two three months could have been a concussion could have been a a very easily, like, I mean, Mike Johnson was saying, like, and I was looking at his shoulder to see if it was hanging at all. And I'm like, no, no, no. And then he was on the bench, and he's just like this. I'm like, okay, he's all right. But still. Yeah. And him from behind is one of the most dangerous plays in hockey. We've yeah, seen careers yeah. altered. We've seen seasons ended by that. So 
anybody else, man, come on. Like you've been in the league. You're not kids anymore. Go over there and do something to make him feel uncomfortable about what he did. Just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot that, uh, that we want to see happen. There's a lot that the Leafs need to work on. And, uh, listen, Keith's got, Keith got another contract. He's going to have to make something work, right? Uh, he's kind of fighting for his life over here to, uh, to stay in, yeah, think, uh, with the Leafs. Right. So, I mean, I mean, MLS, has got money. They, they can carry two contract. They can carry two coaches if they want to. Right. The other <laughs> coach, I think he just expired. Didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like phone man, call- phone man just expired. So they can, they can hold another fired coach on their books. No, no doubt about it. You check your cell yeah, phone bill. They can do it. <laughs> but I don't think he would want that. <laughs> no, check, check, check your yeah. bill. Whoever you're with, check your cell phone bill. They can afford it. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I think that's going to do it here for us. Um, all the viewers, thank yeah. you guys for, for coming out and watching this whole time. Uh, it oh. means the world to us. And uh, my name is Harnish Patel. You can find me on Twitter at Harnish underscore Patel. Uh, Twitter, or should I say X? Which one is it now? <laughs> Regardless. Um, inferior social platform, you can call it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Fuad, give yourself a shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, my name is Fuad. Uh, catch me at Fuad underscore sports on Twitter. I, I don't do much on the Twitter. I just find it just, just vapid. But uh, you can find me on Instagram, Fuad underscore Sullivan. You can find me on Twitter. I mean, on TikTok. Same thing. So, uh, yeah, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. There you go. And you guys, make sure you like, you share our video with all your other Leafs fans. If you're an audio listener, come tune in. Like I said, we're going to be on after every single Leafs game. We're going to be on Saturday after the Tampa game. Let's hope that that's a better one. Yeah. And that's going to be it. Yeah. Everyone, enjoy the rest of your night. Uh, We'll see you on Saturday. Good night.